Hello and welcome. My name is Kyle Nielsen, and this is How You Level Up, a podcast where I ask questions to help you become your best self. Today we ask, how do we debilitate ourselves? What things do we say or act out that result in a state of weakness? Why would we impose weakness upon ourselves? When we debilitate ourselves, we get in our own way. How often does this happen to you? When was the last time you got in your own way, and why did it happen? We are a danger to ourselves when we are not conscious of our responsibilities for how we behave, think, and feel. Language can obscure awareness of personal responsibility, like trained incapacities. These trained incapacities are the abilities and talents of language that you picked up subconsciously. They limit your thinking, and they limit your power. They are crutches in your language that you think make you feel good. You think they make you feel good because by using these trained incapacities, you relinquish responsibility, but only for a moment. In the long run, they weaken our ability to influence our environment and path in life. Some of these debilitating phrases Start sentences with no, with all due respect, no offense, if only, yes, but, unfortunately, don't take this the wrong way. Some of these debilitating phrases are statements like, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. It is what it is no worries, or no problem. Everything happens for a reason. Trust in the plan. And some of these debilitating phrases are even religious and are embedded in common phrases that debilitate like, it's in God's hands. He has a plan. Let the fates decide. Let go and let God. When you use these debilitating phrases, you remove the power of your abilities in action. You lose satisfaction and long-term peace. How do we have these debilitating phrases? Well, they are heuristics that we create or pick up to deal with our extraordinarily complicated environments. They are the mental shortcuts that help us reduce our mental energy use. They all have a trigger. So once you identify the trigger, you can change the heuristic. You can change the script. So why do we have them? Well, it goes back to fear. Do you think that you're going to lose something you want? Will you lose something you have? Does it have to do with what someone else thinks? Certain words and phrases invoke mental clashes, and we're unaware of them. The phrase, everything happens for a reason, tells whoever you say it to 
that they have never had control of the situation to begin with. Research shows that when you say everything happens for a reason, you feel better, and the person you say it to feels worse. This phrase is pervasive. It is so common, why would you ever think it could be harming you or the people you say it to? We cannot all be walking blindly with these phrases, right? Because if that were the case, what other phrases are poisoning our mind? Have you ever heard of the phrase work-life balance? There is a successful entrepreneur who says that work-life balance is one of those debilitating phrases. They replace work-life balance with the phrase work-life harmony. Given its fair consideration, this is well stated. By using the word balance, our mind is triggered to think of evening the weights of work and of life. We subconsciously think about what would happen if we became unbalanced. Would we fall? Would we land on our feet? What would happen? The space between balance and unbalanced is null. There is nothing between them. If you are not balanced, you are immediately unbalanced. But when we exchange work-life balance for work-life harmony, there is an open-mindedness that is triggered. The opposite of harmony is dissonance, and the space between them is grand. It might seem like with all of these things that we have identified here, those things we say that weaken us, you ask yourself, where do I start? How can I begin to make a change in my life? The first thing that we can do is the term hub, H-U-B, the hub of debilitation. H stands for however. U stands for unfortunately. B stands for but. This hub of debilitation triggers in the minds of those we speak to that what was prior is not true and what follows is more important. An example of this is when a friend asks if you want to come out for drinks, and your response is, I'm sorry, I wish I could, but I have a few other things going on that I need to take care of. Thanks for the invite. In this manner, you loving to come is not true because the other things are more important. The things that you need to take care of are more important. A simple way to rephrase this is to take out the word but and put the positive at the end. Now it sounds like this. I'm sorry, I have a few things going on that I need to take care of. I wish I could come. Thanks for the invite. Again, listen to the difference. In the first, I'm sorry, I wish I could come but I have a few other things going on that I need to take care of. Thanks for the invite. And in the second, I'm sorry, I have a few things going on that I need to take care of. I wish I could come. Thanks for the invite. Another example of this is at work you are dealing with a customer who has asked for something you cannot do. So you say, 
Unfortunately, that's not something we normally do. I'm sorry. By taking out unfortunately, it now sounds like this. That's not something we normally do. I'm sorry. The principle is simple to avoid the hub of debilitation. Use positive language and take responsibility. Simple does not mean easy to implement. Simple means easy to understand. By using positive language, don't take this the wrong way becomes a reframing of what you were about to say that is going to be taken the wrong way. By using positive language with all due respect becomes a reframing of the statement you were about to say that is likely disrespectful. By using positive language, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose becomes sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. No worries or no problems becomes happy to help or my pleasure. If only becomes maybe next time. Of what we have talked about today, do you know when you express these debilitating things? Do you know when you express yourself in these debilitating ways? And how often do you find yourself in the hub of debilitation? Thank you for listening to another episode. If you're enjoying the show, open up the app you're listening to this on and hit the like or subscribe button and give a five-star rating. At least twice a week, you'll find a new episode asking you a new question so you can strengthen your emotional independence, improve your communication skills, and upgrade your personal philosophy. So if there's a question you'd like me to dive into next, send it to any of these social media accounts connected in the show notes here. This is all about how you level up.